You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from tripadvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? Well, you're going to learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections and meet the woman of your dreams. Here's your host, me, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Now, I have a good episode for you today. Just recently, I did a live Q&A on my YouTube channel, which I do every Tuesday. And lately, I've been doing recordings of my Fearless Formula program, which will be launching very soon here, teaching you how to overcome your fear with women in dating. But now I'm back into the live shows where I'm answering questions and I'm getting into the nitty-gritty And I keep them on my channel. You can go and watch it on YouTube. But I ended up extracting the audio for you here because I thought it was such good information that I I didn't want any of my podcast listeners to miss out on it. All about how to use entertainment and how to have fun during your interactions with women. And so that is what I have for you today. And it's a, like I said, recording here of something that I did as a live Q&A on YouTube and on Facebook, but I just wanted you to check it out. And even though it was a video, there's really not much to see. It's just kind of me talking. So it's just as valuable enough to listen to it here on the podcast as an audio. So I have that for you here. Check it out, listen in, hope you enjoy it, and you're going to learn a lot of stuff. So uh, uh, not only are you going to learn about entertainment, but I've answered a lot of other questions too for other guys who joined us live. So hope you enjoy it. Here it is. Uh, we're streaming here on Facebook and on YouTube. So yeah, we're live on YouTube right now doing our Trip Advice Office Hours Live, which happens every single Tuesday. Now, I want to let you know that I'm still working Facebook on trying to get a tripod where I'm like looking at you, but right now I'm looking at the camera here in front of the screen. So I apologize if I'm not looking right at you uh, this whole time. So we will... Make it work. So we got some people here. All right. Lots of people coming in. Cool, cool, cool. Just waiting for some more people to come in. So what I've been doing for the past 10 weeks is going over stuff on fear. But now I want to kind of take it a little bit more back to you here on Facebook, here on YouTube, and answer your questions. So we'll be going over some content today. But again, this is this is to you know answer your questions. So whatever questions you got dating relationships let's hear it and uh we will uh we'll get rocking someone asked trip what do you think is the best way to meet more girls well there's only a few ways to meet more girls and the ways to do that are apps online dating in person through family and friends cool well listen uh before we get into more q a what i want to do is i just want to go over a few pieces of of content that I want to talk about, maybe we can discuss this. So let's talk about the idea of making it fun for meeting girls, right? Making it fun. Because I've noticed that a lot of guys, what they'll do is they'll make it more of a chore. And I get it. You know, it is it is seemingly more of a chore because it's like hard work, right? You got to go out and you got to put on your, you know, your face here and you got to kind of build up that energy and then you got to go and, and talk to girls. So how do you make it more fun? Like, and so again, we're talking here more about the, um, 
the cold approach aspect here, right? I'm not talking about online dating. I'm not talking about swiping on apps. And I'm talking about actually meeting girls in person, which I believe is really the best way to be meeting women. Really quickly, I want to go to the chat here and ask you guys, what are the ways that you're meeting women right now? What are the, what's like the top way you're meeting women? Or maybe you're not meeting any at all. So over here too on Facebook, how are you guys meeting women? What's your number one way? Let's hear from you. Are you meeting women in person? Are you going up to them at the grocery store? Are you swiping on your app when you're on the toilet? Or yeah, I know what you're doing. Are you you know meeting girls through Facebook, through friends, through parties? Are you on an online dating site? Someone said Snapchat. Okay, cool. Snapchat, that's good. Okay, that's a good question that came in and then we'll go back to how to make meeting girls fun. Someone said, Trip, I'm heading out to dinner with 15 girls and the only guy I'm nervous. Any advice? Here's my advice for you, Sam. Okay. Don't go in there with any expectations of trying to attract any of the girls. Okay. We'll come back to that in a second. People say um, school, Instagram, church, college, Tinder, uh, parties, college cafeteria. Okay, cool. So Sam, here is my advice to you, okay? Is when you're going out to meet these girls, what I want you to do is just make it a goal to have at least introduced yourself to all 15 of them, okay? Now, that might be tough, I understand, because it's gonna be overwhelming, there's gonna be a lot of girls there, but that should be your only goal for the night. Your goal should just be to introduce yourself to all of the girls. What is that gonna do? Well, that's gonna get you at least in conversation with a few of them. Of course, you're not going to be able to necessarily converse with all of them, although that is another goal that you can do. You can actually go out and you can talk and try to make it a goal to get into conversation with every single one of these girls, like actually be talking to them for a few minutes at a time. Again, 15 girls is a lot, so I don't know if you'll be able to do that, but I think that might be a good idea for you. What this is going to do is at least it's going to get you into conversation with some of the girls and um, it's going to give you an opportunity to potentially connect with at least one of them. Which kind of goes back to what I was saying before about making it fun when you're meeting girls, making it fun for yourself. So how can you make it fun for yourself? Let's actually go to the chat here on Facebook and, and on YouTube. How could Sam make it fun for himself tonight? Like, What can he do that's gonna make it fun for him to meet all these different girls? Because right now he's very nervous. So right now it's not fun, right? That, that's the thing is like, I get it. Like it doesn't, it's not fun originally, you know, it, it, it's not fun. You get so nervous and no one likes to feel nervous. So you're just kind of freaked out and it doesn't become fun anymore. It's like we've lost the, the ability to just enjoy the moment and just talking to someone without thinking like, oh, she's really pretty. I have to, I have to impress her. I have to make this interaction go well. I have to get a date. I have to get a girlfriend. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves that every interaction has to be good. So that's why I wanna kinda of come to this idea of entertainment, which is entertaining yourself and making it fun for you. Because if it's not fun for you, let me tell you right now, it's not gonna be fun for her, okay? Okay, so Abe said, I would always write down a list of things I would think the girl would enjoy. See, we don't want to do that. We don't want to go into this as the mindset of what can I do to make her have fun. We want to reverse it. I know this is counterintuitive, but we want to go in and we want to say, how can it be fun for me? Because when you're saying, how can it be fun for me? 
it will naturally be fun for them. You know, there's this thing called the law of state transference, meaning your emotional state and how you're feeling, you can transfer that onto someone when you're talking with them, right? This is some like NLP stuff, neuro-linguistic programming, but that is possible. So let's see. Okay, someone's at a drinking game. That's not a bad idea, right? If that's something that is fun to him, although I don't really condone drinking a lot or getting wasted when you're meeting girls because I think that it can really hurt your ability to be able to connect with people and you're not really as sharp. Um, Someone said to visualize he's already had fun. That's not a bad idea. Visualization is a great technique. I talk about this uh, quite a bit because it's actually been proven to help you become less nervous is visualize having a good time or visualize a successful interaction with a girl, really closing your eyes and visualizing it. That helps a lot. Um, Someone said going in with a relaxed mind. I mean, yes, ideally we want to go in with a relaxed mind, but I don't know if that's going to be necessarily fun for that person. You know, I mean, that's part, of course, you want to go in a relaxed mind, but I think when you are entertaining yourself and when you're having a good time, your mind starts to become more relaxed. You know, I think that when you go in and you start a conversation with someone and you're enjoying it and you're more in the moment, you're naturally more relaxed. Someone said Sam is toast. No, he's not. Any other ideas? Okay, not as many ideas as I would like, but that's okay because you guys are still learning. So I'll give you some ideas. Sam, how could you have fun? How could you have fun? How could you enjoy being able to have fun in an interaction that seems to be very overwhelming and very nervous. Sam says, I got this. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Sam, maybe you can help come up with some ideas too for yourself. But I like to think about this. Some examples of, of entertainment or having fun is really going in there and trying to joke around and, and enjoy and make jokes as if you were with your buddies, Right as if you were with your buddies. Because when you're with your friends, what you end up doing is you end up being more relaxed and you end up being more of yourself because you're not thinking so hard and you end up just having a good time and making jokes. So what is it that makes you laugh? Because that's one really big key, I think, for entertainment and having fun with yourself. Like, What is it and what kind of jokes are there or even inside jokes with yourself that make you laugh or make you have a good time? Right? What are those? I mean, for me, like I always like to make jokes referencing some movies like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite comedies. And so I'll just reference a line from Dumb and Dumber. And I won't care if the person I'm talking to has seen that movie before. Like I, I don't care at all. I just like to make those jokes and crack those jokes because it's funny to me. Right? And it makes me have a good time. So think about that. Another way of having fun and making more fun for yourself. I mean, here's a very obvious answer. Just going in there, and this is good for you, Sam, like going in there and just talking about what you want to talk about. You know, it's like if you're going in there thinking like, oh man, like I got to ask her a bunch of questions and learn a, a lot of stuff about someone I don't know. And hey, that could be fun for you if you're a very curious person. But really, what are the things that you like to talk about? What are the things that you like to engage in? Because those are the things that are going to make it more fun for you. Guys always ask me, well, what do I say? What am I supposed to say to a girl? Well, what's interesting for you to talk about? And by the way, the sky is the limit here. You know, you can talk about whatever you want that's interesting to you. Obviously, goes without saying, let's stay away from, you know, like hypersexual types of conversation. You know, let's be appropriate and let's be um, just not creepy when you're talking to girls. But 
I'm sure there's a lot of other things that you enjoy talking about. What else? I'm going to go to the chat here and see what people are saying. Someone said something about karaoke bars. That is a good place to meet women. Sure, why not? What else we got here? Someone said, I took a first date to the tennis courts. I love that idea. That is a really good example of entertainment, taking your date to the tennis courts, right? That is something you enjoy. Obviously, I'm sure she probably enjoys it too. Or maybe she doesn't know how to play tennis and you're like, hey, I play. I don't care if you've never played, even if you're bad. Like, let's just go. Let's just have some fun. It's going to be fun for you. That's going to be you more in your natural element. And that's what I, I think entertainment's all about. It's about bringing you to your natural element because girls are really attracted to that. Like they're magnetically pulled to you when you are in the mode of having a good time. Like when you're just enjoying life, like girls are pulled to that. They're like, wow. And also when you're a person who's entertaining themselves and having a good time, what ends up happening is you come off less nervous. You come off more confident. Right, a guy who's really nervous, who's really scared, who's really shy, he's not going to be focusing on on himself. He's going to be all about, oh, what can I say to the girl? How can I entertain her? How can I make it fun for her? But really, in reality, I want you to think counterintuitively here in terms of how can you make it fun for yourself, okay? So I like that. Wow, Abe, you got a lot of great date ideas. Bowling, ice skating, Dave and Busters, ping pong. Look at this guy. Cool, cool. What are the questions you guys got? I'm going to go to Facebook here. I got some questions here on Facebook that I want to get to. Someone said, I'm balding at a young age. I think it's affected my overall performance with women. Confidence with women. I tend to be nervous or clumsy or do clumsy things. Interesting. Here's a little lesson, something I've talked about a lot on this channel. Your looks, like if you're balding, if you're short, if you're a little overweight, if you're a little underweight, those things are not as a big deal as you think they are. In fact, this relates right back to entertainment. If you're bald, if you're not a naturally good-looking guy, you know, with like the perfect symmetrical face and the chiseled jawline, still one of the key factors to attraction is the inner quality of entertainment. This is something that's inside, right? It's not something that's happening on the outside because we're talking about looks now. Women are more attracted to the inner qualities in your personality and the way that you can draw them in with entertainment, again, entertaining yourself, way more than being bald, than being slightly overweight, uh, than being not a naturally good-looking guy. So that's why I want to teach you how to have fun. It, it comes in twofold here is that when you're able to do this process of entertainment, it's not just about attraction and getting a girl sucked into your world, but I want this to be fun for you. Like anything you're doing in your life should have some sort of element of fun. Now, I know that there's still things that are challenging that are hard. You know, for example, you might go to the gym and be working out and you're doing these reps and your muscles are just like building this lactic acid and they're burning and that's not necessarily fun. But right when you drop the weight and you feel like that swell in your arms, like that is fun and you feel good that you're there. So I want to bring entertainment and a good time to all of your times when you're going out and trying to meet women. I want it to be enjoyable for you because here's the secret. Here's the secret. If it's enjoyable for you, you're going to want to do it more and you're going to want to go out more and it's going to it's going to encourage you to try to meet the woman that you want, right? Because I always say it's practice. You got to practice socializing, practice interacting with women. You're only going to get better if you're doing this on a consistent basis. And so 
if you're not doing it on a consistent basis, you're not going to get better that fast. It's going to be just going to be a very slow process. So why don't we speed this process up and try to make it easier for you? Cool. Someone said, you really helped me out. Good. I'm glad I did. Someone said, hey, Trip, there's this girl in my friend circle that I'm interested in, but we hardly ever talk as we have nothing in common other than the other friends in the friend circle. How can I come up with, uh, that's kind of all you said there. How can you come up with what? Probably something to say, right? You know what? Here's the easiest Here's the easiest thing you can do, Andrew. So Andrew's asking, what do you do if there's a friend in your social circle, but you have nothing in common, so you guys haven't ever really talked? Well, I would actually go up and say that to her, okay? Again, this is coming back to entertainment again. What could you do to go up to her? That'd be fun for you. I have an idea. And this might be something you might be too nervous to do, but it's a way of just enjoying it and having fun. What if you were to go up to her and say, you know, we always see each other, but we have nothing in common, so we never talk. Let's play a little game. Let's see if you and I can find something that you and I have in common. And then just play that game with her. You see how I just turn that into something that's more fun, that's more interesting, that makes it fun for you, that's now it's a game. And here's the best part. If it doesn't work out, it's not a big deal, right? It's not a big deal if it doesn't work out. Because then you tried, you gave it a shot, you had fun, right? Again, it's more about this this journey you're going on rather than the end result. When we focus on the end result too much and we don't focus on the journey, it makes it more difficult to get the result we want. Again, again, so counterintuitive here, you know, and easier said than done. But I'm telling you, practice and try to experiment with the idea of just having a good time when you're out there and when you are interacting with people. I don't care if it's guys or it's girls, whoever it is, you know, I want you to enjoy the process. What are the questions we got? Someone said, hey, Trip, I really love your work. Friday, we'll have a date at the movies. It's a second date. Awesome. And I know the girl for eight years. Do you think it's okay that I kiss her? She seems to really like me. Yes, if it's a second date and you're at that point, then yeah, I think it's okay to kiss her at that point. You know, I don't, I don't see... I don't see what you'd be waiting for, especially if you've known her for that long. Just make sure it's a date, by the way. I hope that you haven't known her for this long and you're just not, or you're meeting up with her and, and she thinks it's, it's for friendship. You know, I, I see that a lot. I see that a lot. So just be very careful here. Okay, cool. I'm going to go back to Facebook because I know there's a lot of questions here. Okay, someone said, would a concert be a good idea? No, I think a concert is a very bad idea for a, for a date, especially a first date. If it's like a third or fourth date, that's fine. But the whole point of a date is to connect with them. And you only can connect with them if you're interacting with them. And you can only interact with them if you're talking to them. So you need to be talking to them and experiencing them, right? Experiencing them as a person. And really, it's quite difficult to do that if you guys are just watching a concert or you're watching a movie or something like that. So... I would say, no, that's probably not a good idea. Someone said, but what if she rejects us? That's part of it. What if she rejects you? Then you move on. See, I always think that, that you guys need to experience more rejection. You try to avoid it because it stings. But unfortunately, in order to get to the process where you're better at dating and meeting the girl that you want, you absolutely need to get rejected and it's part of it. So really your goal should be to get rejected more 
That should be your goal, not try to avoid it. That's the big problem. That's the big problem is that when we sit here and try to avoid the pain and anything that you're trying to accomplish, you're never going to be able to grow. And yes, you will grow from the rejections because you're going to learn from them. And the biggest lesson you're going to learn from rejection is that it's not a big deal. You make it a big deal in your head and you think more about it. But I'm telling you right now that it's not as big deal as you make it out to be. Someone said, Trip, can you please explain on how I can see change a person's mindset to hang out with me? Because every time I ask them to hang out with me, they turn out to ignore me. Well, that's not someone you want to be hanging out with. Again, back to entertainment here, right? Back to entertainment is that if it's not fun for you and they're ignoring you and hanging out with them isn't fun, why would you want to continue hanging out with them? Because they're pretty? It doesn't seem like a really great reason to continue to hang out with someone. Would you? What, what does that give you? Just to be around someone that, that's pretty? I mean, wouldn't you want them to actually like you, to respect you, to have a fun time with you? I know I would. Someone said, hey, Trip, how do you make it clear that it's a date? Very simple. You use the word date. It's an old-fashioned way, but I promise you, no girl is going to reject you if you're using the word date. Guys get too scared to use the word date, but that's what I would do. I would say date. I would say, hey, let's go to the movies and let's go on a date or whatever you're doing. Again, I don't really um, condone movies as a great first to third date. Again, because you're not connecting with the person. Uh, But I do really think that uh, you should be using the word date no matter what you're doing so that they know. Okay, they should know. Sam said, any methods you use to facilitate conversations such as Ford? I've heard of the Ford method. I've watched that video, but I honestly forgot what Ford stands for. So if you can remind me what Ford stands for, it'd be great. Toby, you said, I watched some of your videos, but I don't know if it will work for me. Why, Toby? Why won't the videos work for you? Coffee counts as a date. Anything counts as a date. It doesn't matter. A date is just you hanging out one-on-one with the girl that you're interested in. That's a date. Okay, so it's pretty simple as that. Someone said, Trip, would you recommend adding the girl on social media? Uh, depends when that is. I don't think it's even necessary to add a girl on social media until you guys have gone on multiple dates with each other. I would avoid it. There's no reason for it. Unless you have like an amazing social media following, you know, and, and you have a lot of cool pictures and you're doing a lot of cool things, then at that point, yeah, maybe add them, but uh, I like to go into an interaction not even knowing at all. Wouldn't you just want to go in and try to be curious about who they are? I mean, right? I don't know why you'd, you'd want to try to um, figure out about them before you meet up with them. Make it fun for yourself. How do you improve your perception on social media? Donnie said, I don't have a lot of experience with that, so to speak, but Donnie, my best advice for you would be to at least do some social proof, putting up pictures of you having a good time with friends, with other girls, like showing a life that's interesting. That's probably the best way to be able to do that. Holden said, I've heard the exact opposite of using the word date. Yeah. I mean, listen, you don't have to use the word date. I think it's a good idea because at least it's very clear and you're drawing a line in the sand. But if you didn't at least flirt with them and show your intentions and very obviously subcommunicate to that girl that you're interested in them while you're asking them to hang out again, then you probably do have to use the word date. Using it's not going to be a big deal. We just want to make sure that the girl knows that this isn't for friendship. Sam, you said family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Then I add in compliments and observations of the environment. So Sam's referring to the forward method. I guess these are things that you talk about. Yeah, that's okay. I think the forward method 
is better for dates. That's what I think. I think I think forward method is better for when you're on a date with them. Occupation, recreation, family even. I don't know. Are those things that are fun for you to talk about when you first meet a girl? Occupation, everyone talks about that. Recreation, that could be okay. Family, maybe. I mean, if you get to that point, you know, again, that's more of like date conversation. Uh, dreams, I like that. Dreams could be cool. If you have something interesting to say, you had an interesting dream that's not going to be boring to talk about. Or asking a girl like if she had any weird dreams lately, you know, that could be cool. Again, I'm separating the two ideas of uh, the first interaction with the girl and then moving on to uh, the actual first date of meeting her. So I think the Ford method and kind of more the intense get to know you stuff is just way better when you're, you know, on that first date with them. I like it. You guys are asking some good questions today. Okay, so someone said, what are the best places to find these girls to date? <laughs> That's a, a great question. Someone said, am I still live? Yeah, I'm still live, right? You guys can hear me and see me, right? The best places to find girls to date would probably be doing something you're already interested in. So something that is interesting to you, like hobbies, or going to meetup.com and meeting girls that way. Uh, going to bars and clubs are great ways to meet girls because lots of single girls go there. So I think that's a great way to meet women. Um, social events, parties, things like that. Of course, you can meet girls online, but I just don't condone it as much as meeting in person because you get to build the skill more in person. Adam said, what do you think of the day dates as the first date? Because I've heard going out in the day is a friend zone thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you go on day or night. I mean, I, I would probably push for night just because it's typically more common to go on a date at night so the girl can more feel like in that mentality of a date. But if it's a day date, it's not a big deal. Yeah, Ty, I'm done with the Fear series and that is going to be um, launching for sale in, in a couple weeks here. What are the questions you guys got for me? You know, if a girl's on her headphones, this is what you got to do. This is the best way to approach a girl in headphones is when you see her in headphones, just go up to her, wave to get her attention, smile, okay? And then what I want you to do is I want you to make a gesture like this, like take your headphones out and then deliver your opening line, which can be really anything. One of my favorite opening lines is asking a girl, what's the best place to get coffee around here that's not Starbucks? That will launch your conversation into a million different things, talking about coffee, talking about you know where are good places, talking about the fact that you're a coffee snob or you want something that's different or Starbucks is always the same or an experience that you had there and then moving conversation forward and elsewhere. Someone said, how do you tell on a dance floor if a girl's interested in you or she just wants to dance? The only way you're going to be able to know if a girl's interested is not on the dance floor unless she's you know, jumping your bones and making out with you. But other than that, it's really all about meeting girls, taking them off the dance floor, really, and connecting with them and being able to talk to them. Then you're going to really know if they're interested. So when it comes to the dance floor stuff, I'd say go and dance, but then try to get the girl off the dance floor when you can to be able to talk to her and, you know, go through the motions of displaying your personality, things I've talked about, right? Using TED, attention, entertainment, and dominance, the three things that I discuss in my Hooked program, which by the way, if you've not gotten, you should check out because it will help you with all this stuff. I'm going to put a link right here real quick so you guys can check it out and learn all about how to attract a girl from A to Z. So, Cool. Uh, Ty, I got your, if you're watching, I got your email. I'll respond to it um, soon. But yeah, 
Ty said, if you combine men leading and women following and women being emotional and men more rational, would it be crazy to think that women take no responsibility for the way they are feeling? Those are generalizations. So I don't really like to discuss and answer questions like that because it's hard to answer because I believe that those are generalizations about women being more emotional. We all have emotions. Men are emotional too. Uh, women are rational. Men are irrational. It all depends on the person you're talking to in the situation. So just remember, it's not all about some of these things that you may have heard. I know that's probably some like red pill stuff, which I'm not really a big fan of. Okay, so someone asked, what are the best topics to talk about? Ryder said that. I'm going to link you right now. Go to tripadvice.com slash chick dash crack. And that is going to give you a free video, which you guys will all love. I'm telling you, go there right now. I just put a link here on uh, YouTube. Go there right now, and you can get a free video that's going to teach you the conversation topics that women like to talk about. So it makes it easier for you to continue conversation. So go ahead and do that. Okay, Ryder, I just answered your question. The best topics to talk about are going to be in that link. It's completely free, by the way. 100% free. Okay. And then if you want to get really more in depth, then check out the Hooked program at getterhook.com, which will then take you more in depth of how to really build attraction with any girl you meet in any situation. So Holden said, I had a girl on a dance floor once just grab my hand and pull me off the dance floor. That is probably a sign that she's interested. Okay. Um, that's probably a sign that she's interested. So I'd say that's probably worked. High school series, I answer that. I answer that. I actually have a whole one-hour video all dedicated to guys in high school. So check that out. It's on the channel. What are the questions you guys got for me? Yes, that's right. How to overcome the fear of rejection. One of the biggest questions that I get from you guys. And the uh, best way to do that is to continue approaching and actually getting rejected. For you to find out, once again, that's not as a big deal as you make it out to be. Adam said, I like the earbud thing, but what if you get her when she's texting someone? That's okay. She can stop texting someone. Don't, don't think about what's going to happen. Like just, just go in there. Just any, any chance you get, just go in there and start a conversation and use your opener. Okay. Don't think about what she's doing. Just do whatever you can. Think very common sense. What's the best way to just get anyone's attention and then for them to hear what you have to say. That's what I want you to use. Okay. Yeah, chicken curry. Good name. Um, what do you say when you first introduce yourself to a girl at a bar? Because I know pickup lines don't work. Uh, yeah, pickup lines. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan. Uh, for some people, it seems to work. Um, but anyways, to answer your question, to start a conversation with a girl at a bar, uh, it's just going up and say hi and introducing yourself. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Just going up and say hey or commenting on something that uh, she's holding, like a drink, commenting on something that's going on, any kind of opener, just commenting on anything or going up and introducing yourself. Don't overthink it. Someone said, should I ask a guy out that I like or is it better to just flirt if he asks me? I don't know if it's acceptable or not. I know you don't normally give girls advice. Okay, um, well, sure, I'll answer that for you. That's no problem. You know, when it comes to that, I think it's completely acceptable. I think that you can do that. I think a lot of guys who are right here right now who are trying to learn how to approach and get over their fear of rejection, have a hard time, would probably love it if you ended up actually making the move. I don't think a guy is going to be turned off by that. So 
Uh, Miss Beauty Locks, I think it's okay to ask him out. I don't think that's a problem. Cool, what other questions we got here? Someone said, hey Trip, what are the good signs in the street that she likes you? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you're asking when you're talking to her because there's no way to know if a girl likes you if she's just on the street somewhere and wants to talk to you. You just have to go and you just have to be able to ask the questions and go up and start the conversation, okay? So if I were you, okay, if I were you, I wouldn't worry about the signs at all and just more so focus on getting yourself into conversation with the girl that you want to talk to. Omar said, are white girls racist against brown guys because I have a feeling that I can't date or marry a white girl because of my background? Thank you. Again, of course not. No, white girls are not racist. Are there some white girls who are racist? Probably. Are there a lot of white girls who are not racist? Absolutely. I wouldn't be thinking about that. I won't be focusing on that, on whether they're racist or not. No, they're, they're, most are probably not racist. Again, it's not about the outer qualities. If they're already racist, they're racist. But if there's, there's plenty of girls out there you can meet that don't have that thought about someone just because of their race. And so you need to learn how to attract them by not focusing on what race you are, or what you look like, but displaying your inner qualities, which again, I talk about more and more in my program called Hooked. What are the questions we got here? White girls love black dudes, Spencer said. Is it a good idea to ask my crush over to my house so we can study or should I hang out with her outside? I'm guessing you're under 18, but I'll answer this question anyways for you. It's probably a good idea to try to hang out with her outside. And the reason for that is because if you're asking her to study, then you're just tricking her. You're just trying to get some way to hang out with her and then trying to wiggle your way inside of trying to get her attracted. So I wouldn't think about trying to trick girls into hanging out with you. Uh, sometimes, sometimes flirting in class without making a scene. Don't flirt in class. Flirt right outside of class. Talk to her right outside of class. Approach her right outside of class. That's the best way to do it. Um, someone said first date ideas. I feel like every guy does the basic, let's grab something to eat, so that's boring. I'm thinking hiking or taking to a college football game. Yeah, there's been a lot of topic here right now about dates. Hiking is good. Yeah, football game is good. Coffee is fine. Lunch is fine. Dinner is fine. A drink is fine. Don't overthink it. Hobbies, things that you find interesting. Great places for dates. For a first date, is it cool to take her on a date to hang out with the boys like a college football game? No. And then party downtown? No. Solo. Yes, it has to be solo. Absolutely. It has to be solo. Because that's how you're going to connect with her. Otherwise, it's not a date. The thing is, is if you're in college or something like that, what you can still do is you can still like approach girls, talk to them, kind of befriend them a little bit, invite them to those events, and then flirt with them there, and then ask them out to go solo. So we can take like an intermediate step here. You don't need to necessarily, you know, go for a date with every girl. You can kind of just, you know, have them meet your friends and have them enter your social circle, invite them along, and then from there you can ask them out on a date. Someone said, Trip, you have no idea how much your advice has helped me get into a different and new mindset about myself and life. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. Someone said, Trip, another question. How do I overcome the fear of awkwardness after if I get rejected by a girl from the same friend circle? Well, that's the thing is you might not be able to get over that. But really, I think when it comes to awkwardness, it's all coming down to, again, the law of state transference. The way you feel around someone, they will pick up and feel. So if you feel awkward they're going to feel awkward. So if you can, you know, go up to a girl and she's in your social circle and you can try to get a date with her, or hang out with her alone 
and it doesn't work out, just show her that you're not affected by it. Like, okay, cool, not a big deal, whatever. And treat her just like a friend after that and don't make it weird. You know, I know a lot of guys will make it awkward by ignoring the girl, by not talking to them. And so that's a bit, that's a bad idea. That's how you're going to make it awkward. By all of a sudden you, you got rejected, didn't work out. And then you're just like, okay, you ignore them. And then that makes it more awkward. So don't ignore them. Talk to them more and try to converse with them without making them feel like something bad happened. Someone said, Trip, what about a double date as a first date? No, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Again, soloed. First date should be solo. Why? Because that's the best time to be able to connect with them. Okay. Max asked, do you do any meditation to get in state? I think meditation is something that comes as more of a practice that you do every day. And so then it becomes more embedded into your thought patterns. So if you want to use meditation, I think that's a great idea. Meditation is probably best to do and practice all the time and every day for at least five to 10 minutes. So then you can practice more being in in the moment, in the present, which will then help you in your interactions. So I do definitely approve of that. I'll take a couple more questions here. Sam, you said, how do you overcome awkward silences? Accept them as norms sometimes. Like when I get silence with my buddies, it's fine. How do you overcome the awkward silences? Well, overcoming the awkward silences means that you have to say something. So in order to be able to overcome them, you need to be working on your conversation skills. So I think that's probably the best bet there is try to, I mean, it's okay to have a silence, like it's not the end of the world, but it's probably better to practice conversations so you can avoid them, right? I think that's gonna be the best. How to avoid tripping. Tie your shoelaces. Omar said, how do I track without doing anything like the way I stand, walk, stuff like that, and what's the best thing to say to make her go from an RBF to a smiling face. I think it's going to be about persistence and trying to continue conversation. And Omar doing what I was talking about earlier is focusing on uh, entertainment, right? It's focusing on what is going to make you enjoy the conversation. What are some inside jokes with yourself? What are some conversation topics you like to have? What makes you have fun? Think about those things. Use those in conversation and then you'll get her smiling. Alex said, I act like a nerd and shy. How would I keep that, but have a chance to break the comfort zone in a way? I'm kind of confused by that question, really. But a nerd is subjective, by the way. Just because you label yourself a nerd doesn't mean you're a nerd. And I would ask you, what do you even mean by a nerd? What's bad about being nerdy? And what does a nerd mean to you? You know, if you want to have the chance to break the comfort zone, then that's going to be able to take getting into uncomfortable situations. And for you, that's probably talking to more girls that you don't want to talk to. Cool. Sam said he's going to email us the feedback of Friday night with the 15 girls. And uh, he's going to apply what I told him to. And we're going to hear back from him. So Sam, email me, tripadtripadvice.com. Very cool. All right, guys. Awesome. Good questions here. Topic changing is something you teach us, right, Trip? Yeah, absolutely. Topic changing is big and that helps you with continuing conversation. Awesome, guys, these were great questions. Uh, thank you so much for joining here on Facebook, here on YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna sign off here, but I think that this was a really, really great session. I'll be going live again next Tuesday uh, with a special guest. That's right, doing a special guest talking about first date etiquette. So I want you to join me next week when I interview 
uh, Maggie, that's right, interviewing a female here, talking about first date etiquette. So join me here on Facebook, join me here on YouTube, and uh, we'll get into it. Awesome, guys. Thanks.